The economic stimulus package signed into law by President Barack Obama provides doctors money to get their offices set up for electronic medical records over the next few years. But there are actually a few health care systems in the country ahead of the curve on electronic medical records, with systems installed, patients benefiting, and money being saved. Welcome to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter with the Chicago Tribune, and joining me today is Dr. Joseph Golbus. Dr. Golbus is president and CEO of North Shore University Health Systems Medical Group and a clinical associate professor of medicine at the University of Chicago Pritzker School of Medicine. North Shore is a system of four hospitals located in the North Chicago suburbs that includes the North Shore University Health System Medical Group, the Dr. Golbus Heads, that includes more than 650 employed physicians. Dr. Golbus graduated from the University of Illinois Summa Cum Laude and received his medical degree from the same institution. He also has an MBA from Northwestern University's Kellogg Graduate School of Management and has authored more than 30 publications and book chapters throughout his career in medicine medicine and business. Dr. Golbus joins us today from North Shore University Health Systems offices in Evanston, Illinois. Dr. Joseph Golbus, welcome to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Thank you very much, Bruce. I'm happy to be here. Well, it's great to have you here. And I, being the health reporter at the Tribune, I, of course, know North Shore and its history involving electronic medical records. But a lot of people think this is a new concept. To give us, our listeners, a little bit of background about North Shore, how you got started in electronic medical records, and then we can kind of take it from there. Like many institutions, we had various electronic systems in place in our medical group offices and in the hospital for many years, but none of them spoke to each other. None of them communicated effectively with a single data repository, and none of them really addressed clinical needs. They were mostly back office systems. So at the very beginning of the decade, really, we decided to really replace our infrastructure and go with a fully comprehensive, fully integrated electronic medical record system. So we started the process in 2002, and in January of 2003, we began the implementation, and over a course of 18 months, we fully installed and implemented our electronic medical record in, at the time, our three hospitals and 50 medical group offices. So if I'm a patient and a physician, maybe you could walk us through how this might work, and then we can get into the nuts and bolts of perhaps, you know, costs and so forth, because a lot of patients, I'm sure, especially today with healthcare reform being the topic, don't really understand this. They might go into their physician's office, the records are pulled, they have to sign all this stuff. And I know being familiar with your group, it's a little bit different experience for the patient, isn't it? Yes. So from the patient standpoint, if you've been seen in any one of our offices or in the hospitals previously, you are in the system and you don't need to re-register. So one of the headaches I know many patients have is every time they go to a new doctor, every time they go to a new outpatient facility, even if it's within the same system, they got to re-register, the clerk obtains the same information. It's a frustrating and time-consuming process. So the first thing they'll notice here is that only happens once. Once we have your information, we may verify the information to make sure there's been no changes, but we don't have to go through that process over and over again. And what about an open enrollment time? Let's just say the patient and the physician, they, you know, somebody switches insurance. Do they have to refill out paperwork or is it such that the insurers are already hooked in or how might that work? Generally, we can get eligibility information from the insurers directly. We do ask our patients all to just confirm that that's correct so that no errors are made, but we can 
online, real-time, verify eligibility, too. So if a patient's not sure, through the electronic medical record, we can verify that. And what about the physicians? How did this go over with them, and how is their experience in interacting with such a system? Change is difficult for everyone, and physicians are no different. So I think early on there was a lot of concern of what will this really mean for me. And the biggest concern was that it was going to be more time-consuming than previously. What it really turned out to be was a time saver. People didn't spend time anymore looking for x-ray reports or previous lab results or previous notes or what the referring physician is looking for. It's all in the electronic medical record, all organized in the patient record, so you can see laboratory tests lined up for years or however long the patient's been coming. Uh, You can see referring physician notes. The information is all organized. That really makes it much more efficient for the physician. And then we can now spend our time talking to the patient and really dealing with the issues at hand, not the bureaucratic back office stuff that many fumble with. And if you could tell us a little bit about like how much it costs, and just a reminder to our listeners, North Shore is a large health system. Um, it has four hospitals. It treats tens of thousands of patients. And so if these costs are a little high, you shouldn't be concerned. But tell us a little bit about the costs for the system, because it's not that big of an investment when you're talking about you know, the kind of numbers out there today. It does depend on what you get. This can be expensive, particularly at startup. Our costs for, at the time, we were approximately 500 physicians and 50, 60 offices, three hospitals, was $40 million. Mm -hmm. For an individual physician, it does depend on how sophisticated an electronic medical record you get and what its capabilities are. But I think round numbers, it's $25,000 to $50,000 a physician to start up, again, depending on what you get. And then there's some ongoing maintenance costs. And that is significant, too, because now do you also have, let's just say I'm an independent physician up in the Chicago suburbs, I'm not employed by your group, but can they have the ability to hook into a system like this by you know, going out with the Medicare reimbursement that's available through the stimulus package and getting a system that is compatible with yours? Yes, they can. In fact, we could offer to all our independent affiliate physicians participation in the same EMR electronic medical record we use in our offices. Is this such that the physicians have been able to, you said they have been able to spend more time with their patients, as it were. Have you guys studied some of the clinical outcomes data that you've gotten from this or time-saving? Can you give us a little information on that? There's a number of ways. If the question relates to how has this really improved the quality of care we provide or how has it helped our physicians and how has it helped our patients, there's a number of things that we're looking at. One issue that we're all dealing with in medicine is chronic disease management, the number of diabetics, the number of people with congestive heart failure, and providing optimal care for that remains a challenge. We're trying to address some of those problems by using our electronic tools. I wanted to remind our listeners, if you're just joining us, you're listening to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson with the Chicago Tribune, and joining me today is Dr. Joseph Golbus, who heads the medical group at North Shore University Health System in the Chicago suburbs, and we're talking about their effort in electronic medical records. It's not a new thing for them. They've been doing this for several years now, and Dr. Golbus is just telling us about some of the results and benefits that they have achieved by getting electronic medical records for not only their hospitals, but for several hundred physicians. Let's talk about two things quickly, Bruce. One is uh, diabetes as a prototype for chronic diseases. Electronic medical records afford the advantage of sending alerts. So lots of things a practicing physician has to remember day to day in terms of preventive medicine and making sure patients are getting all the proper tests 
that they need. Very simply, electronic medical records can take memory out of it and prompt you and give you protocols and ease of ordering that helps you fulfill those. More importantly, though, we're trying to be a little bit more innovative and trying to provide better care for a broader cadre of patients without the huge cost that can be associated with that. So many physician offices who don't have an electronic medical record just have to hire more people, more nurse educators, more staff to try to meet the needs. We're trying to use our EMR to get a better result at lower costs. So for example, we have interactive flowcharts through the internet. We have a patient web-based portal where diabetics can enter their blood sugars either manually or through a syncable device that puts their blood sugar into a flowchart that our physicians, our endocrinologists, our internists, our family practitioners on the back end can see the results and then communicate with the patient that they need to come in, they need to change their diet, they need to change their medications. It allows us to start to interact with our patients in a way that they love. They don't have to trek into the office every day to do this, but we can have better day-to-day oversight of their diabetes in this example. And are they getting an email or a phone call or how does that work? If they're accessing the system through our web portal, it is a secure email interchange. Okay. And so they can go online and, you know, like something could pop up that said, you know, I hate to be so blunt, but just to say, hey, you know what, it's time for you to come see us or something like that. Exactly. So we have uh, what we call North Shore Connect, and this is a patient portal. They can sign up. We have 85,000 patients signed up. They can sign on, and they may get a message from us. Dear Mrs. Smith, we see you haven't gotten your blood sugar test in six months. Please call your doctor or report to the lab, and let's get it done, or you check it at home. Going one step further, then they can get that result, which will automatically populate in our electronic medical record, or if they're checking their blood sugars at home, they can populate that into the flowchart. A lot of people think that this is not a secure thing, this electronic medical records, which is sort of a wives' tale because these things are sort of like your bank or if you have an ING account, you go online, you fill out your code, you're communicating with the bank, and that's pretty much what this is. Exactly. And tell me a little bit about some of the recognition that the system has perhaps received in regard to payers, insurers. You know, you often hear about the insurers out there saying, boy, oh boy, if we could get our doctors online and so forth, we'd be nicer to them. We'd give them bonuses. <laughs> are you right. seeing anything like that? I mean, are, are you getting any sort of feedback from the payers or the employers that they're happy with this? I mean, with the cost, I know you've saved some money with the system. There's no question that the payers are happy. There have been no direct payments to help us underwrite this cost. That said, I think several of the larger insurers are starting to reflect that in their payment methodology to to systems that do have electronic medical records, recognizing that, again, it will enhance quality and it will decrease cost for everyone. And also the interoperability aspect, what scares the physicians and maybe even some small hospitals out there with the stimulus package is certainly there's $40,000 or so that they can get. And you're saying the cost per doctor's office, depending on the system they get, is twenty five to 50000 is that they can communicate. I mean, it's not if you get one type of system, you can't communicate with the other. And I think that's what physicians worry about. Right now, the state of affairs in in this country is within our system, we can all communicate. Uh, Even affiliate physicians who don't have the full system implemented in their offices through the Internet and what we call a key fob can sign in, again, secure, and can communicate within the system, view their patient's records, particularly if they're in the hospital. A patient who, let's say, took a trip 
down to Florida for the winter, if they need information, they're in a, an emergency room, they can sign in through the Internet if they're signed up for North Shore Connect and see their medications, their medical problems, their allergies, and share that information with the physician. And they could also print it off. Just and like they can the... also print it off. What we don't quite do yet when you say interoperability is we can't now electronically communicate amongst all the different hospitals. It is on... President Obama's agenda to try to drive towards interoperability so all hospital systems, all doctors are connected, but we're not there yet. And what is the problem with that? I mean, is that a solvable thing or is it, why is there a problem there? It is a solvable problem and I am not super tech savvy, Bruce, so I'll give you my <laughs> understanding okay. of what it is. And it, it gets to number one, there's different products and there are some different languages that can be used, programming languages. So to get to interoperability, you'd have to have a common language of communication in the IT world and some ability of the different products being sold to speak to each other. For the physician and the patient out there, if it's true that all healthcare is delivered locally, this is certainly a problem that can be addressed locally, save some money, and provide a better healthcare experience for the patient and the physician when electronic medical records are, when you get your arms around them at a local level as they have done. No question about it. One problem that seems to be, if not universal, very common in this country is the sense from patients that I love my doctor, I just can't get in. It's the issue of access. And that was really the first thing we took on when we implemented our electronic medical record. The EMR changed the concept of group practice. Traditionally, a group practice is the other three or four or five physicians you practice with in a geographic facility with the patient's charts on the wall. Now, because of the communication system of the EMR, your records are anywhere where our EMR is plugged in, and now you can access the 200 primary care physicians of North Shore Medical Group. Combined with that, we centralized scheduling. So the way it works now is a patient calls, and I'd like to see my doctor, Dr. Smith. Dr. Smith will make every effort to see you today, but perhaps he or she can't. So his or her colleague, Dr. Jones, in the same office will try to see you as well. But if they can't, Dr. Warner who has your records, who knows your allergies, who has all your laboratory tests, who sees Dr. Smith's records, knows everything about you, just happens to be three miles up the road in a different geographic facility, will see you today. Today, 100% of people who call today to be seen today are seen today. And now 40% of all our primary care visits are same-day visits. It has truly been a revolution and access where in our system now, and it's in large part empowered by the electronic medical record, if you have a problem that needs to be dealt with today, we will deal with it today. Well, with that, I'd like to thank Joseph Golbus, who has been our guest. He is the president and CEO of North Shore University Health Systems Medical Group in the Chicago suburbs. And we've been talking about electronic medical records, which is a reality in the North Chicago suburbs. I know that it is something being worked on across the country. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune, and you've been listening to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. ReachMD, online, on demand, and on the air. Please visit us at ReachMD.com, and I'd like to thank you today for listening.